to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season five, episode three, Death of a Disco Dancer. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary question mark? The YouTube sentence? Uh, Paige proceeds to make a bad choice, one which could ruin her life. And that's all we got. Cool. (laughs) Nailed Um, it. I guess... I mean, it's fine. Sure. It's, it's succinct. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about the title? Yes. The title is Death of a Disco Dancer. It is a song by the Smiths from 1987. It's like one, I mean, it's a Smith song. It's one of their like slower like kind of songs, I guess. I guess it kind of maybe can be applied to this in a sense of like, it's like the death of Paige's like, being on top i guess she her life is kind of starting to fall apart i don't know that's all i got that's all i got i guess this episode's boring it's yeah it's especially compared to like the one that came before it it's just like significantly more boring (laughs) like the last episode i had like three pages of notes this one i didn't finish my first page (laughs) yeah so it starts out with Paige and Alex working at the popcorn stand. So I guess Paige does still work there. Oh, I don't good. know why there was a former boss. Maybe their boss just doesn't work there anymore. Ooh, maybe. Who knows? Where did Miri go? I don't know. Um, but Paige is talking about how she's applying to banting and Alex is being apathetic about applying to school. But and Alex does a cute voice. <laughs> She's like, do your squeaky voice. And Alex does a cute voice. I'm like, I love you guys. <laughs> They're just like palling around. And Paige asks Alex to cover for her the next day because fucking Matt is back in town. And Alex Ugh. is like, I guess I need the money. Sure. And Manny or er, Paige is just talking about she's like everything's going so great like i can't wait to see him like la 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 my life is perfect and then alex is like now i'm bored nauseous and irritated and it's great (laughs) and jealous yeah i mean come on guys let's be real jealous jealous and then the theme song plays and we continue to laugh at Spinner being by himself. <laughs> Every single time it happens, I just start cracking up. I can't. It's going to be funny until it stops being Especially because the this time I really noticed it was like, it's exactly when it goes like, be the best. And then it's like Spinner being like by himself. <laughs> <laughs> being his best, I guess. Just being his best sad <laughs> just self. doing the best that he can. Um, He's trying, you guys. But then it's the next day and like, People are talking about how there's a college fair coming to the school and Paige is wearing like a fun blazer. I guess we can do fashion police. I honestly did not take that many notes. Yeah, I yeah, we can do fashion police. Um, My first fashion note is business Barbie Paige. Yep, basically. And she's also wearing a necklace that just says P on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Initial everything. Initial everything. Hazel's hair looks good. Hazel's hair looks great. Um, Paige, also her date outfit was like way too much. But the restaurant was way too much. The restaurant was too much, but she also looked like she was going to like the opera. She was wearing like a shawl and a shiny dress. It was too much. Matt looks gross. (laughs) Matt looks awful. He looks homeless, which he probably is. 
Um, and it's just very scruffy and greasy and gross. Um, Jimmy continues to wear like the baggiest clothing ever, just like sweatpants and the biggest t-shirt ever. And I honestly don't have a lot. They're wearing those gross popcorn shirts again. Yeah. I have no, um, Jimmy's hair looks good. He finally got a new barber. I'm on board. (laughs) That's Um, really all I have. Yeah. That's all I got. Thank you. There was not a lot to talk about in this episode. No, I, I think, think this is going to be a short app, guys. this is going to be our shortest app in a while. Because like, we keep doing that, and then it ends up being like 45 minutes. I think this is going to be like another 22-minute like solid guy. half hour, maybe. At the most. Um, so There's not a ton going on. After the theme song, they're talking about college. And then we're in the cafeteria, and apparently Liberty has won the school president. And Paige was like, was there an election? And Marco's like, no, I don't know. You didn't miss anything. Whatever. And I'm just like, why is the school president always a junior? I don't understand. I don't either. But, like, like, I know, like, with some, like, fraternities, they do that because, like, the seniors don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like. At my high school, every class, like every class, had their own president, and then we had like an ASB president who was the president of every, like it was a senior who was like the president of everything. That sounds about right, but I truly have no idea. I have no idea either. Um, but it, I'm just confused about that. And then in the cafeteria, Paige is basically just like bullying Alex into going to this college fair and Alex does not want to go. And Paige is like too harsh as per usual. Her whole her whole deal is she's like Alex is like, why are you pushing this on me? And she's like, I don't want to come back from my reunion and have all of my friends be losers. And you're like, shut the fuck up, Paige. Like, Stop calling your friends losers. Oh God, poor Alex. So Alex like gets up and moves to a different table and I don't blame her. Yeah. And then then and then the next scene we're in class, Alex just starts lashing out on Paige because the teacher's teaching her about something and Alex is like, That sounds like Paige. And Paige's like, Do you have a problem? And Alex is like, Yeah, your judgmental self. And they get in a fight in class. And then the Paige teacher is like, Shut up, Alex, and we're all like, Whoa. Um, and then they both get attention, but Alex gets out of it because she has to work, but Paige does not get out of it because she just has a date with Matt and who gives a shit. Yeah. Um, but like, I totally understand where Alex is coming from. And Paige has this, like this whole like privileged, like not understanding of anyone else's like socioeconomic background. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but loans, but you'll be fine. And it's like, that's such like a sunshine daisies. Like you are blind to the world around you. Like, not everyone can afford to go to college, even with the idea of student loans, because there's no guarantee that you're going to have a job after you graduate to pay those off. Yeah. And it's also not that easy to get student loans. It's a process. And she would still have to pay for applications, which are like 50 bucks a pop. At least. Like, some are like 75 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like it's so easy. No. But Paige has no concept of she that. She doesn't get it. Um And, uh... So then, yeah, they get detention. And then we are introduced to this fucking B-plot. Sorry, I just have one more thing about the detention. She's like, but I have a date that night. But it's like, how long is detention, though? Yeah, I'm like, Paige, no one has a date at like 3 p.m. You're probably going to be fine. And also, he was late anyway, so whatever. Um, Anyway, we're introduced to this fucking B-plot. 
which is Jimmy is now the assistant coach of the basketball team, which is exciting and cool. But then we are introduced to goddamn Derek. Who sucks. Who is already awful immediately. And he's like, he spends the entire episode saying, why do we have a cripple for a coach? And I'm like, is it socially acceptable to say the word cripple? I feel very offended. It's horrible. It's fucking horrible. And he's like, you, you're the guy who got shot. And Jimmy's like, fuck me. Um, and, pay, and Jimmy just keeps trying to like, he's ignoring him. He's not addressing the fact that he's saying these things. He's just like, let's just play basketball. Please listen to me. I am your coach now. Hello. And Jimmy's a good coach. And honestly, I'm just so glad to see like Jimmy like doing something that you can see like means something to him. Exactly. Because it's, it's, since the shooting, it's, I think it's just been really hard for him to like get back closer to his, to his old self. And, you know, he's never going to be he's never going to be like fully back to where he was at because he's a changed person. So he's going to be different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but I mean, that's what happens like. Anytime you grow and change and he ends up like for the better. But yeah, this is like the closest we've seen to like Jimmy at like the state of happiness that he was before. Totally. Um, but then we're going, then we're in detention and Peter is there. So it's like, at least he is in detention and apparently he's in detention for like five weeks or something for this video thing, which I'm like, I still don't think that's enough. It's not enough time. Um, but Paige is in detention with Peter, and they're like, "Why can't the clock go sl- like faster?" And then Mister Simpson comes in, and he's talking to her about Banting and her college choices, and he's like, "So I was looking at your top three list, and you just wrote Banting, Banting, Banting." And Paige is like, "Why settle for us, right?" And Mister Simpson is like trying to like lower her expectations and be like you know, you really should have actual backup schools because Banting is a very hard school to get into. And Paige is like, don't worry. Um, My mom's best friends with like the admissions person. So I got it in the bag. And Mr. Simpson's like, okay, sounds like you got it all figured out. And then Paige is like, um, dude, I just snapped at Alex in class. He distributed like Manny Santos's boobs on the internet. I don't belong here. And then, like she walks out and I'm like, of course Paige can just get away with walking out of detention. Seriously. Although I'm so that part I liked because I was like, that is an excellent point. Um, but also like Paige is the least likable in this episode. Oh, she's so, she's just so entitled and she's like, I have it in the bag. Like, first of all, yeah, it helps to have like an in like that for sure. Especially at a school like that that's so hyper competitive. Mm -hmm. But it's not the end all be all. No. And she's like the whole episode she's operating as if she's already gotten into this school. And but like the episode before she was worried about all of her extracurriculars like Paige all you do is spirit squad. And I guess and I'm sure you get good grades but like you need to do more than that to like be able to get into a highly competitive school. Um. But yeah, she's so unlikable in this episode and she just walks out of detention and Peter's like, wait, she can do that. And then Mr. Simpson is like, yeah, you're staying here. I don't remember what he says, but he, he like says something Peter. like Ms. H and he's like, I mean, your mommy. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, snake is killing it. Oh, boy. Um, And then Paige cut to Paige, like getting oh, well, ready no, for her first, date. First, it's Jimmy leaves the. Um, I have that after he gets. I have Paige gets dressed way too fancy and then oh right oh, Jimmy and Hazel are so cute <laughs> oh I forgot all because all I wrote for that whole page getting dressed is this music lol <laughs> <laughs> um 
Um. So yeah. Then then or. Paige is getting, no, you were right. Paige is getting dressed. Um, She looks good, but she's a little overdressed. But she looks good. So overdressed. She does look good, though. And then Jimmy is leaving the uh, basketball practice, and Hazel comes over to him, and she's like, how was practice? And he's like, it, it was good, but they're going to they're gonna make me work hard because they're, like, not that great, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's awesome. Um, And we're all very excited for Jimmy. And then you see Derek walk by, and he's like, making fun of him and he's like why'd we get stuck with the cripple which like makes me uncomfortable to like even repeat back it's awful i hate him he's the fucking worst um and then jimmy looks sad because Derek's yeah. a goddamn he's idiot. An idiot also like whenever i think of Derek, i think of him as like the ugly one in the duo of Derek and danny i'm like <laughs> which one is he the ugly one he looks like Gordo from Lizzie McGuire. Gordo from Lizzie McGuire is much better looking than this <laughs> fool. Um, but then we cut to Paige like waiting at this fancy restaurant for Mr. O forever. And he's super late. And then when he gets there, he's like, sorry, I came here straight from the airport. And he's like scruffy. And he looks like he smells really bad. He looks like he has not washed his hair in several weeks. And he says something like, you know, they say it's not good for you to wash your hair every day or something like that. But like you should still wash it like once a week at least. You should still shower. You should it's shower, very period. possible to shower every day without washing your hair. Or yeah. every other day. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. Okay. Ugh. And then like Paige bought him a planner for some reason and he's like you got me a planner and she's like you said your life was in chaos i'm like that is passive aggressive as fuck and And he's like i didn't mean it like it was a bad thing which is fair yeah um all right so my thing with matt right now is that he is so like guy who did study abroad one time like in india and came back and he was like I'm like one with nature or actually, you know, he reminds me of this guy that my friend dated for a really long time who like basically lived out of his car and like would like mooch off of his friends and live on people's couches <laughs> and was like and does and he still is this way. He does like seasonal work and stuff. But the thing is that like guys like this, these like white straight guys who are like, I'm living the gypsy lifestyle, always come from privileged backgrounds totally. and they always have a parent willing to bail them out or footing the bill, which is why they can deal with this shit. Also, I feel like Paige shouldn't be too surprised by this whole thing because he was the yoga teacher. He was the yoga teacher. And I guess like they started their relationship when he like semi had his shit together, but he was like student teaching and dating a fucking high schooler. So like, let's take a step back from that. And he went off to do his tree cutting, whatever the fuck job. And now he's back and he's like, basically a nomad like very like like looks looking down on Paige for her like obsession with like material goods and shit like that whatever and I'm like Paige you don't want to date this guy anyway he's awful um and then he's like oh I feel so bad I didn't get you anything and like gives her a joint but okay so I have I have feelings about the the fucking weed that he gives this girl all right so first of all it's not in a normal, like, dime bag or whatever. It's in, like, a Ziploc bag. It's in a bag. Ziploc bag. It's in a Ziploc bag, like a sandwich bag. It's just one joint <laughs> with, like, some buds around it. But, like, they're clearly just, like, 
it's it's oregano. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're not even. It's TV. Anything. <laughs> I know, but it's like Canada. The whole point is that we get hung up on logistics, and I know. these. This is crazy. Yeah, but I love how on TV instead of like giving like someone like even what could like pass off as weed or like even in the right size bag, they always give them like a full joint with some leaves at the bottom. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Just so you really know what it is. It's hilarious. So he just and like passes her a full joint and she's like, you're giving me drugs? And I'm like, calm down, Paige. She's like, you're dumping me and giving me drugs? And he's like, and he's like, you know all the answers to the questions, but you don't know the... He says something stupid. He says something fake philosophical and, and bullshit. And... Um, Paige was just like, I was hoping we would just be together. And he's like, clearly just the whole conversation looks like he does not give a shit about anything that's going on. Um, he looks trapped. He looks like he just wants it to be over. And well, she is like, I mean, to be fair to Matt, which I never want to do. He is like, um, she is sort of like planning out their lives. And yeah. They've only been dating for four minutes. Right. She does mention that. She's like, so I'm applying to Banting. And he's like, oh, wow, that's a hard school to get into. And she's like, yeah, so like next year I'll be in wherever the fuck. And I was hoping. Yeah. And he was. And I was hoping that you would move there with me. And I'm like, Paige, you're jumping to so many conclusions, like assuming you're going to get in and assuming that he would want to go with you. And he's like, um, um, actually, my friend has a job for me in Vancouver. Um, Stop planning my life, you crazy person seriously dude but yeah and so then Paige like storms out on him and so this is probably the last time we see him right I think so oh are we getting eulogized should I should I IMDB it to triple check (laughs) yes please um but yeah we'll eulogize the child molester but whatever oh fuck sexual predator Okay, it's officially his last episode. There we go. According to IMDb. You guys, we're learning from our mistakes of the past. <laughs> All right, uh, eulogy for Mr. Oleander. Um, we never really liked you. Nope, you're you're kind of pretty, but your actions made you gross. You're not pretty enough to like make me like you in no. any way. Well, also, you're a sexual predator. Exactly. So I don't know if you could be any amount of good looking to make us like you. You're a sexual predator, and also on top of it, you've come back to us as like a really obnoxious, like before woke was a thing type of someone trying to think he's woke kind of guy who's really annoying. Yeah, he's just like your economic lifestyle, man. I don't know. Whatever. We won't miss you. <laughs> Bye. Bye, bitch. Um, okay. So, Mr. O's gone. Thank God. Um, and then it's the next day, and Paige is going to school, and Alex is leaving. And she's like, hey, the college fair is the other way. And it's like, fucking Paige, stop pushing this on her. And... Then, and then Paige, Alex is like, I'm not going to that. Like, stop trying to make me go. And then Paige pulls out the joint and is like, well, here, take this then. It's a present. And Alex is like, you are pulling out a joint in front of Degrassi. What the fuck is going on? And then Paige is like, will you go if you're high? And then Alex is like, I'll go if you're high. (laughs) Which, same. Fair. 
And then I'm just like, this is a terrible idea. There's no way this could have gone well for them. Mm-mm. And so then they like are about to like start smoking and Paige is like asking a million questions. She's like, well, like my hair smell or will it get on my clothes? Well, like, like I hear on movie, I see in movies, like it's this happens. And Alex is just like not responding to her. But all of her questions, the answer is yes, that is what's going to happen because smoking anything is going to make your hair and your clothes stink. As a person who has tried to quit smoking a hundred times, that is a fact of Even life. Even just standing by a campfire is going to make you smell. Oh like, my God. Hello. I once slept next to a campfire and I took three showers and washed all of my clothes because it reeked of like disgusting. It stays on you forever. Yeah. Um, But then they... And also smoke. like you're going to be high, so you're going to kind of look like you're high. <laughs> Especially if you're new to it and not good at it. Mm-hmm. Even Which if you are good at it, you usually kind of look like you're high. You can tell. Um, and then they smoke and then they go into the college fair and like, there's kind of like a montage of them being high with like weird camera effects, like making people's faces like woozy looking, which is not really what being high is like, but I get what they're trying to do. And they're like messing with people, giving them speeches. Like at one point, Alex like takes off some dude's glasses and just like wears them and like mocks him in front of him it was like giving me flashbacks to when jay took off Rick's <laughs> glasses that is a but good not point. as malicious and that kind of is what being high is like like the shadow puppets and stuff yeah. i was like yeah that tracks yeah and yeah they were doing shadow puppet puppets on like a projector and i thought that the guy who was giving the presentation for like a split second i was like is that jonah hill <laughs> no even then they couldn't get jonah hill um and then no super bad hadn't come out yet it's probably about to it was probably filming no that was 2007 right yeah so yeah no we probably could have gotten Jonah hill but not to play an adult man <laughs> <laughs> that's very true also Jonah hill is probably in la and not anywhere near canada like Fair. anywhere near toronto um but anyway so then we cut to jimmy's like in the hallway and derek's he comes up to Derek and I don't even remember why he was just like, I don't, I don't know either. I mean, he basically was confronting him. Yeah. And And then then Derek is like, I don't want to learn basketball from somebody in a wheelchair. I'm going to stop saying the C word because it makes me uncomfortable. And then, uh, and then finally Jimmy just snaps and like starts like beating him up. And I'm like, Fuck you, Derek. I'm like, Jimmy, murder him, please, because he's awful. I mean, Jimmy could kick his ass in a wheelchair. Let's be real. Yeah, a thousand percent. Derek is a scrawny little fuck face. I think I wrote down fuck. I did. At one point, I wrote down, fuck you, Derek, you fuck face. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, We're so on the same page. So then they get broken up by Mr. Armstrong, and he's like, like, we'll see you at basketball practice. Stop doing this. And then we... Oh, wait. And he and Derek's like, he started it. And Jimmy's like, I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, oh, Jimmy, you're going to use that excuse for everything. Seriously. Um, but then, then we cut to Mr. Simpson comes up to Paige and he's like, hey, remember how you told me that your mom had a family friend at Banting? She's here. And I stopped her for you so you guys could talk. And then Paige can like proceeds to freak out about it. And she and Alex go into the bathroom and Paige is like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. She's like my mom's best friend. Like she's going to know and she's going to tell her and la la la. And Alex is like, just skip it. And Paige is like, I can't skip it. This is my future. 
And she's like, you won't understand because you don't have a future. She's like, whoa. She's like, oh, boy. Not cool. I also Paige. love that Paige refers to herself as a pothead. Which was like, <laughs> oh, it's like God. Smokes once. Thinks she's a pothead. Oh, Paige. Um, Paige is like zero or like like a billion or nothing, basically. Basically. And then, then the next scene, we're at basketball practice. And... Jimmy is just like, he, they're like playing a little bit. And Jimmy is like, all right, we're going to go to the basics. We're going to learn how to do, we're going to work on our three point shots. And then dare. And then he, Jimmy just like casually like goes to the line and is like, boom, I made a three point shot. And then Derek is like, oh really? Well, what about this? And then does a three point shot. And then they like get into this game of chicken where they like keep backing up farther and farther away from the basketball hoop yeah. and oh, shooting and, three pointers. And first Jimmy says, I think it's time to take you to school, which I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's time. And then finally, like Jimmy, like wheels, like all the way to, I don't know what this line is called, but like the top of the circle thing on the other side of the court. I think he called it the 10 second line. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, And then like athletes, <laughs> sports ball. <laughs> and then he like makes it from like super far away. And then Derek is like, I could do that. And then and he, we're like, no, you can't. And then he shoots and then he misses. And then it's like, fuck you. This is when I wrote down. Fuck you, Derek. You fuck face. Jimmy's a badass. And like fucking takes him to school like he said he would. Damn right. I love how you wrote a whole thing and I just wrote, lol, Derek sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it shows the inner workings of our minds. <laughs> and then the next scene Paige is talking to this lady and she's fucking it up and it is, like the most physically uncomfortable I've been watching this show in like a little while and she's the lady's like so how did you find the fair helpful and Paige is like um no I didn't <laughs> like not really like nothing was interesting to you interesting no what is interesting like she's talking in circles and then the lady's like okay well why why do you want to go to banting and she's just like, it's the Harvard of the North, like, blah, blah, blah. It's and then green. she's like, it's green. And she, the lady's like, okay, but why do you want to go to the business school? And then Paige is like, you know, I have absolutely no idea. And I'm super high. And I'm just like, oh, God, this is all terrible. Oh, Paige, just fucking it up for herself. And then the next scene, Jimmy is in the hallway and Derek comes up to him and he's like, that had to be a fluke, right? Like that had to be a fluke. And you made like four in a row. And Jimmy's like, try 12. I've made 12 in a row from the whatever the fuck line. And Derek is like, you have to teach me. And then Jimmy's like, okay, but when you show off to your friends, like I know you will, you tell them that your coach taught you, not the kid in the wheelchair. Oh no. He says not the kid who got shot. Oh yeah. Whatever. And then um, Derek's like, I will. And it's like, I guess it's smoothed over between them. Which is good. It was a nice moment for Jimmy. Because I feel like he, ever since he came back, has been like the guy who got shot. Exactly. Because like, he is like the guy in the wheelchair. But I think especially just because he's like back to Degrassi, he is the, the guy kid who, who got, got shot. shot. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it'll be, it's good for him to be like, please don't associate me with that anymore. Yeah. And then... The last scene, we're at the popcorn stand again, and Paige is, like, lamenting to Alex about everything that happened and how she's grounded forever now, and she apologizes to Alex, and she's like, I was a toad to you, 
and like says sorry to Alex and Alex um it's like okay well I don't know if I can go to college though she's like well you weren't wrong I have no future which I was like Alex but like I understand that she's you know not feeling hopeful for her future which is something that I don't think Paige has like had a grasp on at all but she needs to yeah and then Alex does go on to say she's like I don't even know where I'm sleeping tonight with the way things go with my mom's boyfriend uh we could be I could be at home or we could be at a women's shelter and it's like kind of cluing Paige into how drastically different their lives are and how and Alex is like well, the odds are I like I won't be going to college and I that I will be working here forever. And like Paige is like, well, we're both scared. And then the episode ends and it's over and it's like, OK, yeah, I guess so. All right. I guess this is an ending. Yeah, it was a shitty ending. Yeah, it was kind of a shitty episode. <laughs> it was such a sh- it was boring. But we have a funny comment on the YouTube. We do have a funny comment. Let's, yeah. This is from Grace Meyer four months ago. And it says, if I relate to any character on Degrassi, it's the person who tripped over Paige's legs. (laughs) Which, girl, same. Right, because there's at one point when they're in the gym, she and Alex are talking, they're on the floor, and Paige, like, sticks her legs out and trips somebody. And I think that's when Paige is like, you could take out loans. And it's like, Paige, you don't understand. get it together. Um, oh, I actually forgot this in my fashion notes. Um, I liked her shoes in that scene. Oh, yeah. She has, like, heels on, which I still don't under- Like, I don't. Maybe it's because I went to a really low-key school in Northern California. But I did not know one girl who wore high heels to high school. Like, that doesn't happen. No, Just, I don't I don't right? think anyone ever wore. I know. We definitely. I don't think anyone ever wore, like, stilettos. But, like, people definitely wore, like, wedges and, like, chunkier heels. Okay, yeah, maybe chunkier ones, but not, like, kitten heels or, like, more stiletto-y things. Unless it's, like, to a school dance or something. Exactly. Um, who's your spirit squad captain? Jimmy. Yeah. he's fucking badass. Jimmy forever. And he's just, like, trying to teach these children how to play basketball, like, the right way. I love Jimmy. Yes. Jimmy for life. I love him. Um, Ship, I'm going to go with Jimmy and Hazel because they had a nice little moment in the hallway. I'm going to go with Alex and Paige. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> for course. their beginning bits where they were like budsy and like when they were high together. But they'll get there, you guys. There you go. Um, moral of the episode. Um, have realistic expectations for life. <laughs> Don't push your ideals and expectations onto other people. Like, try to see things from their point of view. Don't just, like, assume that other people have the same goals that you do. Yes. Check your privilege. Check your privilege, (laughs) motherfucker. Um, We have some great finds to go over from Twitter. Let me pull these up. Um, So, Bronwyn... Um, at Ina Bowers um, tweeted us some a link to a live journal page with like a chat log that oh Shane Kipple had given like right before season four premiered, it was so which was a fucking gem. I took one screenshot from it and like the main things, the main conversation was it was from July 14th, 2004. And someone had asked him, like, what his favorite movies were. And he's like, favorite movies? Too many. Saw Anchorman yesterday. 
funniest movie I've ever seen. And then somebody else responded, Anchorman rocks. I like Spider-Man 2 better though. And then someone was like, I want to see Cinderella's story. Only if you were in it. And I was like, this is the most 2004 conversation oh God, in the world. So 2004. I love it so much. It was great. So thank you very much for sharing that with us. Did we was, retweet that? We might have. If we didn't, we'll ret- if we didn't, we will. And then Sarah or at Sarah underscore WW and cats tweeted at us some like behind the scenes info. So she said that apparently Kendra's parents pulled her off the show because there was talk of Kendra and Toby having sex in a future episode. So that's why apparently why Kendra is no longer with us. And then she also said Chris was fired for being late all the time. I think not sure if someone else told you or if you knew. But I, but Kelsey, you had said like that was maybe Towers. Yeah, because I feel like we mentioned something about how Towers got kicked off the show because he like never showed up. He was like always late and like didn't show up to set a lot and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll still never know why Chris was gone. And although, like, we'll we'll take your word for it. I'm yeah. sure they're teenagers. I'm sure they show up late all the fucking time. <laughs> And then also we retweeted this, but from our last episode, uh, my sister tweeted at Allegra Baker. She photoshopped Joey's face onto Marlon <laughs> from Finding Nemo. So that good. just says like, have you seen my son? <laughs> um, which is, I loved that. And then also Gloria at Glore Tweets tweeted us a super cut of every freeze frame from seasons one through four of Degrassi. And it was amazing and beautiful in like nine minutes. And I watched the whole thing. Me too. So, um, if you want to be featured on the grapevine, you can tweet at us too at Degrassi Pod. We're also on Tumblr. Actually, we have some Tumblr comments. We have Tumblr comments mm-hmm. from the girl who's been like binging us on. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, SoundCloud. I didn't know that we even received Tumblr comments. I don't sign into our Tumblr a lot. I only do to dispose of the episode. So we actually also have some messages on Tumblr from Amethyst Beloved, who I believe has she has been commenting on all of our episodes on SoundCloud as she binges through. Um, But she also has some behind the scenes trivia for us. She said, if you ever want to catch better glimpse of the girl who plays Heather Sinclair, she's the blonde with big hair that's sitting on the Degrassi steps during the candlelight vigil for Jimmy after in time stands still. So good to know. She also said she listened to the audio commentary of Time Stand Still. And apparently the writers were actually debating about whether to like show the quiz show in class and like have the kids watch it because they knew that that didn't happen anywhere, but they just went with it anyway. That makes sense. So that's good to know. I like that. Um, thank you for sharing that with us, Amethyst Beloved. Um, and if you want to reach us for Grapevine, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or reach us on Tumblr, uh, whatever it takes, podcast.tumblr.com. Or you can also email us, which we love, whatever it takes, podcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud and leave comments there. Or you can listen to us on iTunes, which I'm sure a lot of you do. And if you are on iTunes, like rate and review because that's awesome. And if you review us, uh, we will ship you with someone in a fan fiction. Um, if you have like 
a specific one that you'd like let us know and we'll do that for you um but yeah it's a good fucking time it's super fun on our last episode our resident straight guy guest sean shipped somebody for a review which was very enjoyable um but um and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at holland tacular and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kel sucks with a z at the end and holland what do you want to recommend to the good people of the internet um i guess i'll just recommend the last thing that i read because i've just been doing a lot of re-watching things i've been watching a lot of Grey's anatomy but um the last thing i read was the play the glass menagerie by tennessee williams oh nice. it's a really good play so i recommend that what about you? Um, I'm going to recommend actually something that I've already recommended, but now that I've finished it, I'm really going to recommend it. So it's called The Earliest Show. It's All on right. it's on Funny or Die, and it's also on RejectedJokes.com. They have like six or seven episodes. Um, it is created by Ben Schwartz, who was Jean Ralphio on um, Parks and Rec, and he's like the love of my life and a comedic genius. <laughs> and it's him and Lauren Lapkus, and they have like guest stars on. But it's basically like a parody of like a very, very early morning show. But the like what's amazing. OK, so in the first episode and this isn't really a spoiler because like you kind of know that it's going to happen. But in the first episode, um, Ben Schwartz's character, Josh proposes to his girlfriend live on air and she says no. <laughs> and every single episode thereafter is a different stage of grief. Oh my gosh. It's that's amazing. amazing. It's incredible. And each episode is like 12 to 15 minutes and they're all brilliant and so good. Um, and then they just put out their seventh and like probably final episode, but it's like just an hour of their bloopers and deleted scenes. Oh my God. Like, like the show itself is 12 to 15 minutes and this is an hour of just deleted comments and like, like content and bloopers. And it's amazing. I need to watch that. That sounds amazing. You should. It's super good. Um, but that is all that we have today. So thank you for listening. Panthers. Bye Panthers. Bye Panthers.